Welcome to the Fantasy Footballers DFS Podcast. Coming to you from the Playdraft Studios with your hosts, Mike Wright, Ben Cummins, and Chris Meany. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. This is the Fantasy Footballers DFS Podcast. I am your host, Mike, the Fantasy Hitman Wright. Coming to you live this week after we had to put a fade on technology last week. Not coming through in the clutch. Absolutely ridiculous. But we fixed it all up. We spliced some wires so you can hear my colleagues live. I can hear them live. Joined, as always, by Ben Cummins. You follow this man on Twitter, at Ben Cummins FF. If you don't, be ashamed of yourself. Ben, how are you doing today? I'm just happy I can get a word in edgewise this week with all the talking you were doing on the podcast last week, Mike. I was a chatterbox last <laughs> week, a man of many, many words. But that's how life goes. I'm always joined by the man, the man with the plan from the Fantasy Sports Network, Chris Meany. You find him on Twitter, at Chris Meany. Chris, are you surviving Yes, I am surviving. It's good to be here. Three of us together, bantering. I'm fired up, guys. Week 16. Here we go. It's actually a tough week. Week, week 16. Oh, <laughs> oh, look at that. We are throwing the kibosh on the week before we even start the podcast. Chris Meany style. It's fun, though. That's what makes it fun. <laughs> All right. Week 16, indeed. Also known as Championship Week in your redraft, in your Dynasty League. So best of luck there as well. If you're here because you're out and you just want that DFS action, welcome. If you're going to play both, welcome. <laughs> and if you haven't joined the program before, this is how things go. We give you our cash picks to build that foundation, get those those safe floors with a little bit of ceiling mixed in, save some cash on, on certain positions. Then we give you our tournament picks, guys that we like that could possibly just go off we give you our favorite stacks of the week, and then the three of us throw a lineup together and go head-to-head-to-head. To head to head. Gives you a little bit of insight into how we're thinking about building a, a lineup, where we're cutting the corners, where we are cutting the costs. A quick reminder before we jump into those cash picks, the Ultimate DFS Pass, this is the only premium product you need to tear down the walls of FanDuel, DraftKings, and Draft because this show is DFS for the rest of us. We want the little man, the little lady, whatever you are, we want you to have an edge when it comes to setting your DFS lineups and playing DFS on the weekend. So the ultimate DFS pass, all the picks we talk about on this show, and far more, far, far more things going on in the DFS pass, more picks, tools, sleepers, fades, you name it. It's over there, and we're hooking you up for the rest of the season through the playoffs through the DFS season, 10 bucks. It is just 10 bucks for ROS. Head over to DFSPass.com. Let's get into those picks. Straight cash, homie. Straight cash, homie, indeed, with this first quarterback, Chris Meany. He's uh, reluctantly, he's not my favorite quarterback, but the, uh, the rules work in his favor. From time to time, especially last week when he came through with a monster game. 
It seems that you like this man again this week, Chris Meany. Yeah, he's he's not my favorite real life quarterback either, if that's where you were going. But from for this week and just in terms of all the quarterbacks out there, I mean, he just seems like he's the safest guy. Part of it, of course, is the matchup. And yeah, he's coming off a monster performance, four passing touchdowns, 31 fantasy points over on FanDuel and DraftKings as well. You know, Greg Olson was back, played, you know, just about every snap and looked good. It's another weapon for Cam. And again, this is just about the Bucks, fourth worst pass DVO defense in the league according to football outsiders they've allowed the most passing yards in the nfl and just you get a good safety here with cam newton there's a good floor at least 44 rushing yards in three straight games eight of his last nine that's basically like starting with a touchdown so i think there's some value to be had over on DraftKings. he's 8300 on fanduel but on dk he's 6800 so uh that's i again it's with these quarterbacks there's a lot of them i'm just unsure about but cam for me is is the safest guy I think Cam is a fantastic choice if you're willing to pay up. There are a lot of low-level fellas this week who can open things up, open up the rest of your roster. And, of course, when you pick Cam Newton, you automatically win your eccentric hat league. He takes care of that for you. <laughs> it's like, it like I'm talking. To, I thought we were live, fellas. I'm giving you these these amazing jokes, and you're like, you know, mm-hmm, that's I liked it. I that liked a, it. That was a great joke. I got to be I careful. Stand. Like I'm not feeling 100. percent I get laughing and then I get going. It's oh, you got the yeah, coffees, huh? That's right. So it was inside uh, hysterical, Mike. See, yeah. Th- thank you, Chris Meany. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right, Ben. Who's your cash game quarterback? Yeah, if you want to save a little bit more money while still being safe, uh, let's go with Jared Goff. Goff ranks ninth in the league in passing yards. He's tied for seventh in pass touchdowns. He gets his boy Robert Woods back. Woods comes back, plays great last week, catches a touchdown, and he gets the Titans' defense. The Titans rank 10th worst in pass DVOA. They've allowed the eighth most passing yards on the season. I think it's a really safe play. I don't see Todd Gurley scoring four touchdowns for a second week in a row. So some of those touchdowns. How dare you? Back to Jared Goff this week, I think. Gurley MVP, guys? Oh, that's an excellent question. Because I don't, I don't know that a quarterback is taking the reins of the actual MVP. Right. When yeah, Scott answered, Russell I thought Wilson maybe a couple weeks ago, week. perhaps maybe Antonio Brown would be in that conversation. But now you know now he's, he got hurt as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Because uh, Carson Wentz removed himself. Well, uh, that's a mean way to say, it, but he he re- was removed from the contest because of the the injury. I don't know, man. Todd Gurley. I I think that's a pretty solid pick. If someone's taking odds and you can uh, throw a little wager ski down on that, right? Maybe, maybe you want to do that. Let's move it over to the running pack position. Chris Meany, Chris Chris Meany is going chalk this weekend, <laughs> and if this is some high quality chalk, this is not rubbing off all over your clothes. This is staying <laughs> on the on the board. Chris Meany, who you got? Yeah, I, I really think it's important to spend up on running backs this week, guys. I'm looking at that total in Atlanta, New Orleans, and I'm seeing the highest total by far at 52.5. And I'm looking at the two quarterbacks, and I wonder, are they finally going to give us a game? I mean, last year with Breeze and Ryan, they had 15 combined games where they had at least three passing touchdowns. This year, they've combined for one, and it was Breeze, and it happened all the way back in week three. So I'm 
take if combined for one. For what? That means someone doesn't have one. That's right. And it's Matt Ryan. <laughs> Matt Ryan doesn't even have a 20-point performance yet this year. Fools did that last week in his first oh. start. So I'm going to these two running backs. I'll start with Alvin Kamara. And he returned last week. 89 total yards. Six grabs. Had a touchdown. He's just been consistently awesome for a long time this season. Ever since you know they shipped AP out of town. And Kamara, he gets the same Falcons team that knocked him out a couple weeks ago. And if you noticed in that game... The one drive, three catches, 25 yards, almost six points over on DraftKings. Atlanta has allowed a league-high 94 catches to running backs this season. And then Kamara is safe. And I think Freeman is safe, too, even if Tevin Coleman is going to play. And it looks like he's going to play in that game. And I just don't care about him. Because with Freeman over the past couple weeks, he's just shown that you know Atlanta is just going to continue to go... F- just give him the ball. 124, 194 total yards, rather, or 22 carries, five catches last week, scored a touchdown. Freeman, 36 carries in his last two games. He looks good. 91 yards in that same game that I was talking about a couple weeks ago against the Saints. 91 rushing yards and a touchdown. So I just, I'm confident that they're going to continue to go to him. And I think the price is just, it's low. It's just too low. I, it's certainly on DraftKings, when you when I said earlier, spend up maybe on some of these running backs. I think you can save some cash on DraftKings and just seeing him at $6,500, I think that's a steal. I'm going to let you go along with the chalk, <laughs> Chris Meany, but I'm going to need some some lower-level I'll hit you up later. Plays. All right. I mean, Freeman, Freeman at 6500 is just embarrassing, to, to say the least. Ben Gummins, give me your cash game running backs. Yeah, Meaty, you're absolutely right. This is kind of a tough week, and I'm all about saving money as well. So let's hit him a little bit lower here and save some money with Deion Lewis. And, you know, Rex Burkhead being out is a big deal to me. Deion Lewis has received double-digit carries in eight out of his last nine games and averaged 14.1 opportunities per game over that nine-game stretch. And that's more than enough opportunity in a New England Patriots offense, one of the best offenses in the league, to pay off for you in a big way in cash. And on top of that, it's the matchup. He gets the Bills defense that ranks ninth worst in run DVOA, has allowed the eighth most rushing yards on the year, and the most rushing yards per game over the past five weeks. So Lewis is locked into my cash lineup. And then if you have the salary, I like Ezekiel Elliott a lot too. He comes back and I'm not worried at all about the workload. I think he gets it right back right away. Zeke averaged 23.9 carries per game in his eight starts this year and an additional 3.25 targets per game. So that's 27.15 opportunities per game. He's at home. We just saw what Todd Gurley did to Seattle. Bobby Wagner is not 100% healthy. It sounds like linebacker KJ Wright's going to come back and play. So, you know, not the most amazing matchup in the world. But again, we're talking about guaranteed opportunity with Ezekiel Elliott playing at home. We know how Dallas's offense runs. He's a very, very good play if you can afford it. Since my friends over here have become uh, a, an avatar of the Monopoly man and they think they can just throw out these prices of of <laughs> just buying whatever they want, just put it in the bag, I'm going to give you two really, really cheap sleepers. Elijah Penny, running back, from the Arizona Cardinals, uh, look, Kerwin Williams has not practiced at all this week. He has been banged up the past few weeks with a rib injury. Elijah Penny would be the next man up in a home game versus the New York Giants, and he costs $3,000 on DraftKings. The We're talking about the New York Giants uh, giving up just over 26 points per game to the running back position on 
DraftKings. And the other one I'll throw out is an injury-related option as well, Capri Bibbs. You guys remember Capri Bibbs? This is a revenge game for him. Yes, yes. Absolutely. The team he was cut by (laughs) uh, because Samaje Pirine, my my love affair with the Pirine, the pain bot is well documented, but he hurt his groin in practice. You have to monitor his situation. Coach Gruden said, I don't know if he's going to be able to play. If he's not able to play, Capri Bibbs, $3,500, the pass-catching specialist for Washington. And we've seen uh, pass catchers thrive with Kirk Cousins as the quarterback. And on top of that, you get the lovely narrative of the revenge game. So those are the two, if you got to save some cash as a possibility, because my friends over here are, are throwing out Rolexes. <laughs> Always love the revenge I, game. I was going to toss out bibs in when we were getting to GPPs, but. Oh, okay. okay. No, no, I love it, Mike. I like where you're going a lot. Those are two very affordable backs and, you know, guys that can touch the ball like 35 plus times between them. I like it. I like where you're going. Fantastic. Moving over to the wide receiver position. I'm sure that Chris Meany is going to try and throw out uh, like Julio Jones and AJ <laughs> no, Green. You heard the Matt Ryan stat earlier. I know Julio Jones for me in cash. Okay. All right. So who we got, Chris? I'll, I'll go Jarvis Landry. I'll, I'll throw it. Landry is the only okay. wide receiver in football Acceptable. with five catches in every game, at least five grabs. He's safe. Ten balls last year. Last week is what he caught. 99 yards. He's got 18 catches on 21 targets over the last two weeks. And in fact, over the last four weeks, his 31 grabs are the four or the second most in football. He's third in targets, 144. He's second in catches. Again, it's just he's very, very safe. I like this matchup against the Chiefs. They've allowed the third most fantasy points to wide receivers, the fifth most yards in football. Not sure if Parker's going to play. He said he's going to play, but if this guy doesn't practice, he misses another practice on a Friday. I'd be shocked if he does play. And then if you want to get into a full slate, you know, there's no Monday, Thursday anymore, but there's a couple games on Monday being Christmas. Michael Crabtree, I like a lot. Now it looks like perhaps Mari Cooper is going to return in this game, but, you know, I also. Doesn't matter. Yeah, thank you. Do not care at all about it. Uh, Crabtree, back-to-back games, seven grabs. He's coming off a two-score game. He's just been a target machine lately. Yes, part of that is because of Cooper, but 30 targets in his last two, 41 in his last three games. There's no reason to think that won't continue. And the Eagles are really struggling in their secondary right now. They're giving up a lot of yards and a lot of points. And the Raiders, I feel, will have to pass in this game. And over the last four weeks, the Eagles have allowed the third most passing yards, the second most receiving yards and the most passing touchdowns in football about 36 uh, fantasy points of wide receivers on their last four weeks that's the most by far in football so i like crabtree depending on what kind of slate you get into um, i think he's a good option i want to throw out uh that a name here this is probably more of a tournament play so i'm getting ahead of it i apologize but my good friend my colleague chris meany brought up that Devonte parker wide receiver for the miami dolphins has been banged up missing practice may miss the game Kenny Stills becomes a very interesting flyer. He's cheap. He's $4,000 on DraftKings. And the matchup against the Chiefs, This, yes, they've, they've improved their defense uh, in recent memory, but this is still the team that when they were getting beat, they were getting beat by huge plays, like Amari Cooper's one good game of the season, and that would be Kenny Stills' role Love in this offense. So just throwing it out to keep him – uh, on your radar to see if Devontae Parker is going to be out. All right, Ben, put down the avocado toast, <laughs> get out of your Ferrari, and come join the regular people 
driving our Honda Civics. Who do you got at the wide receiver position? Yeah, Kenny Stills always a GPP type of talent that can get over the top. I like that a lot. But let me stay in the mansion just for a second. My, oh, Michael God. Thomas. Fine. Michael Thomas Fine. is going to cost you some quiche, but I, he's locked into my cash lineup, and I don't hate him in tournaments at all. Michael Thomas, an elite talent. He's seen the fifth most targets in the entire league. Now he gets, you know, the Falcons at home in New Orleans, a very favorable fantasy game. The over-under is at 52 and a half right now. Jameis Winston, who has struggled for a lot of the year, had a very good game against them last week. And it's only three games, but Michael Thomas in his early career has balled out against Atlanta. He averages over 100 receiving yards and a touchdown every game he's played them. So really, really like him. And then a little bit lower down, it's time to stop. Sleeping out of Robert Woods, we have to appreciate this guy. He's seen at least five targets in 10 out of 11 games that he's played this year. He's averaged 9.3 targets per game over his last three played, and he gets the Titans, like I talked about with Goff. Tenth worst in pass DVOA, have allowed the eighth most passing yards on the season. For the most part, he has been a lot more consistent than you would probably think. Yeah, he's he's starting to get up there in salary, but you know, if you if you lock in some of these running backs and then look at that middle tier wide receivers uh, in terms of cost, I think Robert Woods is one that you can trust in cash. Well, these guys are living the high life. I'm down here cutting coupons, <laughs> so I just want to throw out one more super cheap name. Uh, you you mentioned that Jameis Winston's been erratic, but Jameis Winston was razor sharp last week and he gets to take on a reeling Carolina secondary that in the past six weeks they are a target that you can go after in fantasy football uh they're missing their linebacker superstar his name is escaping me fellas help me out line superstar <laughs> come on I was caught up in Bray oh no 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 I'm not going with camera Bray I'm talking about the Panthers Davis Thomas, oh, Davis. Come on. Thomas, Thomas Davis. Davis. Thank you. We, <laughs> yeah. we got there. We got We're it. back on track. <laughs> uh, but this fella, this little fella, he scored a touchdown last week, and, and his teammate Deshaun Jackson is beat up. O.J. Howard is out on injured reserve, coming in at $3,000 on DraftKings. Adam Humphreys pronounced with an Humphreys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, that's scraping the bottom. You're cutting right? those coupons. Yeah, exactly. But this, <laughs> you're going in. It's triple coupon day at the local <laughs> right, grocery right, mart. Right, right, right. It might some be coupons for you in the GPPs. <laughs> okay, because it might be time. It might be three times coupon day. I don't know. Adam Humphreys, <laughs> interesting. Moving it over to the tight end position, Chris. Chris Meany, right. uh, once again with the with the diamond pendants. What are you doing to me, Chris? Listen, guys, you have the DFS pass. You will see lots of value in there in cash. I'm being safe here this week. I'm I'm spending up at the running back position. I'm spending ben, up at the tight end position, and I'm saving at wide receiver. Chris is rostering four players in his entire lineup. You guys just wait till you see the studs I have when I play against you in this oh, battle I'm royale. I'm, I'm playing Gronk. All right. I'm playing Gronk, and I'm not thinking twice about <laughs> it. Why would I? He's got 24 targets and 18 catches in his last two games, 397 yards in his last three games. Two weeks ago, he had nine grabs for 147 against the Bills. He can't be stopped, and no one can stop him. And Brady hasn't been hitting anybody in his wide receiver core. I mean, I feel like... Honestly, that the Achilles injury is actually bothering him more than he's let on. If you've watched Brady over the past couple weeks, he's missing guys. He's overthrowing. He's underthrowing. There's been guys who have been wide open. I've seen him. I mean, he's quarterback nine, 17 over the last four weeks. He's had three touchdowns in the last three weeks. 
Gronk is his guy and he's going to continue to go to him. So I just feel confident playing Gronk. I understand that he's very pricey, but there is enough value in this DFS pass and three or four guys, Mike, that you've already tossed out and a couple more that we'll get to that will allow you to spend up on some of these guys. All right. All right. <laughs> ben, Ben, who do you got at the tight end position? All right, let me cut out a couple coupons here because I was going to talk about Greg Olson, but really he he costs too much when you really look into it. Thank you. I want to pivot and I want to talk, and I can't believe I'm saying this because the snap percentages, I was thinking, okay, there's no way. But the more I think about it, Antonio Gates at the bear. Oh, I, oh yes. I love the, it. The I love bear, it so much. The bear, the bear minimum salary yes. on DraftKings of $2,500. And look, what are we talking about? We There's so many studs out there. This is kind of like it was last week where, again, like Mike has been touting, you have to find some cheap plays. And what better position to save money than at the tight end position where really if you're not you know, spending 5000 plus – it doesn't make any sense to – I mean, it makes a ton of sense to save as much money as you can. And now with Hunter Henry on injured reserve, Antonio Gates, who very well could retire here in two games, um, reading an article where he's saying you know, he's, he's comfortable passing the torch on to Hunter Henry, but he still has it if he gets the playing time. That's what's going to happen now with Hunter Henry not there. Gates' snap percentage is going to go up. He's still seeing end zone targets like we saw. He caught a touchdown last week. And again, because of his salary, at least on DraftKings, and this is cash, right? So we're not asking him to blow up. If you get like four catches for 50 yards, you're going to be happy with that because of the money that it allows you to save to go get some other studs. So the more I look into it, the more I start liking Antonio Gates this week. And you know that the touchdown upside is always there. Always there. Always there, yes. With Mr. Antonio Gates. All right, Chris Meany. Or, oh, before we move on to the uh, the GPP picks, we want to hear about those those uh, those DSTs that you're playing, Chris. Who you spending up as well, boys? And the defense. It's it's the Chargers. <laughs> I get you, I get where you guys are going here with Gates, but this guy may retire before warm up is done. Let's be honest here. Uh, Chargers. I, why not? Uh, they're a great fallback option if you can't afford the Jags. Because we're throwing a lot of cash at you guys here. But Bryce Petty, it's 19 for 39 last week. Two picks. Jets rank inside the top 10 in sacks allowed. The Chargers are seventh in sacks. They're fourth in picks. The third in points allowed. They're fifth in return touchdowns. Uh, I'm rolling with the Chargers D. All right, Ben, who you got? I like the Patriots as a super safe option. They get to play at home. What a turnaround that their defense has had. They've now allowed the six fewest points in the entire league after the terrible start. And they get a Bills offense that ranks fourth worst in yards per game. And that's uh, scored the 10th fewest points in the entire league. So just like them as a, a somewhat cheap option that's safe, that's not going to give up a ton of points. You hope you get a turnover or two and they'll pay off for you. And I'm going to throw out the uh, the baby bear situation because Chris Meany spent up. Ben Cummins spent down. I'm going to throw out the Chicago Bears. They're $3,500 on DraftKings, and they get to take on Deshaun Kaiser and the Cleveland Browns. Kaiser's getting sacked about three times a week, throwing nearly two picks a week. The Chicago Bears, I think, are a fantastic play. And even the the DraftKings people agree because they are the fourth most expensive defense on the main slate. Now, Chris Meany, the expectations 
are extremely high that you're coming in with some some budget plays. Are you prepared? Yeah, I won't lead off with quarterbacks, but we'll get into it when we get to the backs and wide oaks. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's just going to keep saying that until the show's over. <laughs> it's true. All right, let's get into our tournament picks. You down with GPP? Okay, Chris Meany, who's your quarterback? <laughs> it's Dak. It's Prescott. Uh, in six games without Zeke, Dak average. I'm looking on Fandle because I actually think he's a pretty good he's a pretty good spot for him on Fandle. In six games without Zeke, Dak averaged 12.3 Fandle points per game. He averaged 21.5 in eight games with Zeke. Zeke just makes this offense a lot better, more efficient. Uh, he's averaged a, a one touchdown more per game with Elliott in the lineup, almost 40 more passing yards per game. This is a high total. A depleted secondary in Seattle. It just got lit up by the Rams. They're coming off two back-to-back games where they've just been run all over. So I, I think Dak is in a good spot. And if you look at Dez, Dez has been better with Elliott there as well. So I, I like yes, that. So Gimme Dak is another high price guy. I'll plug in. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> all right, Ben. No, oh Ben. At least Dak, at least Dak doesn't cost a ton. I'm kind of with you. Six G's on DK. No, yeah, no, 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 it's no not. Cam Chancellor there at home. I'm kind of with Meany on that one. It's it's fine. It's it's a great play and it's not that expensive. Freaking ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. All right, Ben Cummins, who you got? Yeah, so Antonio Gates was the coupon, and Drew Stanton's going to be the gift card, so I don't have to spend my own money. <laughs> um, and, you know, the more I think about it, at least on DraftKings, $4,500, which is super, super cheap. Stanton was announced, if you have not heard, that he is going to start for the Cardinals this week, and it's a great spot. He obviously has Bruce Arians and Larry Fitzgerald on his side. Love Larry Fitzgerald as well. Um, gets to play at home and gets a Giants defense that is just atrocious. They're eighth worst in pass DVOA. They've given up the second most passing yards on the year. They've allowed the most pass touchdowns in the entire league. And of course, we know what Nick Foles just did to them last week. So again, where you do have to save some salary somewhere, quarterback is where, where I, when I'm putting my lineups together, it's kind of like, oh, I got to have Kamara. I got to have Michael Thomas. I got to have this. I got to have that. Quarterback, eh, I, well, let's see what how much money I have left over. So Stanton, you plug him in in a good matchup. We just saw what all of these not-so-good quarterbacks did last week in good matchups. Give me Drew Stanton, getting you at least 15 points, and hopefully he hits the 20-point mark. Chris Meany rolling around like he's got a fat wallet full of Bitcoin. I do I do because I rolled out bulls last week and I won all this money, so now I'm spending it. <laughs> I thought he was gonna say he has a ton of Bitcoin shares. Oh <laughs> Chris Meany would not be on this show if he had a fat wallet of Bitcoin. But who you got at the running back position? It seems like you're finally leveling out your head, getting down in the weeds, and doing your own dirty work. Who do you got? All right, Todd Gurley. So um, no. <laughs> uh, a couple guys here. I'll, uh, I'll start with with Jonathan Stewart. How about that? $5,900 yes. on, on FanDuel. And how about this price on DK? $3,700. Again, this is all about the bucks. I wouldn't pair him up if you're playing Cam. I would shy away, obviously, Stewart. He's not really involved in the passing game. But Stewart, one of three running backs to have five rushing touchdowns over the last four weeks. He has seven total on the year. That's kind of what we're counting on here with Tampa. It's hard to predict them, but this is a team that is their home heavy favorites. Stewart has the fifth most rushing attempts inside the 10 this year. He's almost a lock when they get down that close to the goal line. Tampa Bay has allowed the second most yards in football, the eight 
most fantasy points to backs. And Carolina also, as I mentioned, just those heavy point favorites. So that's why I kind of feel like they could lean on Stewart as a result. In Tampa Bay, they've allowed 15 rushing touchdowns on the season, tied for the fourth most. So I think that they can lean on Stewart. And then what I've seen, what I saw last week with CJ Anderson kind of got me oh. a little excited, actually. I know it was the Colts, yes. but, and he's coming off a career high 30 carries that could maybe, you know, step, people may step away from that a little bit, but that game was on Thursday, a couple more days of rest. Uh, so I'm just, I'm completely buying in to Anderson and over the past couple weeks, 52 carries. He had 158 yards in that game on the ground against the Colts, showing us that the Broncos are using him in Washington, just a depleted team right now. They've allowed the fourth most rushing yards over the last four weeks and a lot of fantasy points to running back. So there's a couple low key running backs. And I got one more for you guys later to get to the battle royale. Oh, all right. Anytime you bring up C.G. Anderson, though, it's it's risky. It's always it's always good in my. Oh yeah, you're C.J. guy. I, I agree. Lo- I agree. I love C.J. Anderson. I think that it's been awful to watch because over on the Fantasy Footballers podcast, Jason and I are huge supporters of C.J. Anderson. Andy's always running his big fat mouth about how C.J. Anderson's <laughs> know, right? not not good for fantasy, and it's he's in he's been correct for most of the year. A but C.J. Anderson has been an excellent running back. He's just not getting the volume that you need for fantasy. Finally got the volume, and what do you know it? C.J. Anderson comes through in a big way. And he's top five oh, yes. in like missed tackles, too. He's been he's had actually an okay yes. year. It's just He's exactly. a good player. Yeah, he is. He is. I love C.J. Anderson. But, Ben, who do you love at the running back position so this week? So, in tournaments, I kind of like me some Leonard Fournette, and he's he's up there, obviously. But um, All right. I think he is an interesting pivot for the guaranteed volume like stud running backs because obviously he didn't play last week, so I think some could be scared off, recency bias, the injury concerns, all of that. But um, he has that guaranteed volume and the favorable matchup. He's seventh in the league in rush attempts despite only playing in 11 games. The head coach already said he's going to play this week. He's seen 40 targets as well, and he gets the 49ers. The 49ers, middle of the pack and run DVOA. They've allowed the 11th most rushing yards. I love me some Jimmy G, but I don't see him having a fantastic game, obviously, against this very, very good Jags defense. And that Jags defense has helped the Jags running game all year, and that should give Leonard Fournette a pretty favorable game script there as well. And then to save some salary, in another interesting spot for me where a guy's coming back from injury is Joe Mixon. And so this kind of brings up a philosophical um, discussion for me because I just think that so many people are scared off of concussions and they it's obviously not a good thing. But in DFS, I think that it is exploitable in tournaments because once a player is cleared from concussion protocol, that's basically saying that the symptoms are gone and he's basically back to 100%. And the two games before Mixon got hurt, he had averaged 24 opportunities per game. Now he comes back, he already practiced in full, so he's going to get cleared, it sounds like. And he gets a Lions defense that ranks fifth worst in run DVOA. So if he comes back and does get that volume that he was seeing before the concussion, his price has gone down. 5,100 on DraftKings is is absolutely doable. Matchups not too bad either. And because of the time miss and the concussion, I see him being very low owned, which of course matters in tournaments because you've got to pay attention to that ownership percentage. I love it. Moving over to the wide receiver position, Chris Meany. Who are your value players? I'll come at you with two here. So never mind the doc. I'll, I'll save that guy for the DFS pass. Um, okay. And Steelers. 
right? A couple guys. Oh, uh, how about how about Kendall Wright? You want yes, you want you yes. want to get uh, down in the bargain bin? Let's go to Kendall Wright here, the guy that you know right. a lot of people drafted, thinking, hey, maybe he'll have a pretty good year. Thirty eight hundred dollars on DraftKings, fifty one hundred dollars on FanDuel. I don't mind this price at all, and the fact that he's had twenty four targets. In his last two games, 17 catches, 188 yards. 17 catches are the third most over the last two weeks. His 188 yards are the sixth most. Him and Trubisky have something going on right now, and I just can't ignore it at that price. So it, it, what is a pretty good matchup, too? I know the the Browns have been okay against wide receivers, certainly at the start of the season, but I'm just looking at the past few games. Mike Wallace, 89 yards. Avante Adams, 84 yards, two touchdowns. Keenan Allen, I understand Keenan Allen is a different kind of talent, but over 100 yards and a touchdown as well. Tyler Boyd scored a touchdown a few weeks ago against this team. So Kendall Wright will save you a lot of cash. And then Tyrell Williams, you, where you guys were going with Antonio Gates, I'm going to throw a Tyrell, Tyrell Williams in there. $5,400 on FanDuel and DraftKings affordable as well. $4,500. I expect Phillip Rivers to bounce back. A good spot here against the Jets. Williams last week, seven targets. Henry is not playing. You guys already talked about it. I understand where you're going here with Gates, but for Williams, he is a deep threat. Let's not forget this guy had almost 10 touchdowns last year, over 1,000 yards. He can play. He's got two touchdowns in his last four games. He's got a 132-yard game in there as well. Uh, he is very boom or bust. You've seen that in his game log this year, but in oppor- when he's given the opportunity in a, in a soft secondary uh, I think he can do enough for you to, to win you that tournament. He's got a couple games. He's got one where he had almost 30 DK points. So sign me up for two of those guys. It's cheap enough for you, Mike. Yeah, yes. I love it. Kendall, Kendall Wright right now this week has the feel of uh, you're, you're going down to the store. You're going to the electronic store because you got to pick up that hot new video game. Lo and behold, someone has messed up and they marked the price wrong on it. And you go, oh. Well, I'm going to grab this before anyone realizes that Kendall Wright is only $3,800 on DraftKings. All right, Ben, who do you got? So I'm really, really into the Seattle at uh, Dallas game, and so I liked Meany throwing out Dak earlier. But uh, the more I think about this, um, I'm really kind of leaning towards the Seattle side. We've given a ton of love to Russell Wilson, and it didn't pay off last week. But I see that – I don't see that happening two weeks in a row. Um, 47 and a half over under. And because I'm liking Russell Wilson, I like Doug Baldwin in the spot in tournaments. Doug Baldwin is a lot more inconsistent than we would like. And I think that you guys, the fantasy footballers have done a really good job pointing that out. And, you know, you can't get much worse than one catch for six yards last week, (laughs) but I think that because that happened, you can get him at a low ownership percentage, really like the value of this fantasy game, see a lot of points being scored. Baldwin still has seen the 18th most targets in the league, and I like the matchup. Cowboys, 11th worst in pass DVOA, middle of the pack in passing yards. And then another really favorable matchup, I think, is the Jaguars getting to play San Francisco. And Keelan Cole got all the pub last week, and I think that he makes sense in cash for sure. But... Because D.D. Westbrook didn't really do anything last week for the first time in five games since he's been active in the NFL, and his price also went up, at least on DraftKings, it shot up to $6,100. I see a lot of people shying away, but the matchup makes a ton of sense against San Francisco. And don't forget those first four games in the league, targets of 6, 10, 9, and 8, and uh, target shares of 20%, 30.3%, 30%, 30%, 29.63%. And of course, sounds like Marquise Lee's not going to play. So if he's out, we know D.D. Westbrook's going to start. 
Uh, again, the matchup really nice. The 49ers, fourth worst in pass DVOA, have allowed the 14th most passing yards and the third most passing yards over the past five weeks. This could be kind of a post-hype sleeper where everybody was on him last week. Now they get off him, and this is the time to buy, in my opinion. I like it as well. I'm, I like Keelan Cole uh, a good amount this week, but Didi, I think, is a safer option, especially with uh, Alan Hearns has returned to practice. He was their resident big play type of guy. So we will see what that situation shakes out to be. Moving over to the tight end position, Chris Meany saving some money. I love it. I love it. Let me let me. Hear. Yeah, I thought that's where you're going earlier with Cameron Bray with all the injuries in Tampa. And you know what? That's, I'm going to go that way. Keep an eye on the situation. Of course, he was limited again on Thursday. I do think he's going to play, uh, but also you just you, you have to keep it on. You can't take a zero. So thirty three hundred dollars on DK, a little bit more pricier, but still affordable on FanDuel. Fifty one hundred dollars. Again, it's just eight touchdowns last year with really only Mike Evans around. We could get a twenty sixteen Mike Evans and Cameron Break game here with no with likely no Deshaun Jackson, and we already know OJ Howard is not going to be around. And Freight. Six touchdowns. Five of them have come with Jameis Winston. You mentioned Mike Jim, Jameis Winston looking pretty good last week. I know this is a little bit of a tougher matchup against Carolina, but uh, he's a cheap play. And I'll throw another tight end out there because we haven't really talked Saturday. Depends on your whole situation. Ben Watson. Ben Watson, I feel like, is very, really affordable as well. Yes. Jeremy Macklin leaning towards doubtful. That's the last I've heard earlier. It was a game time decision. Most likely going to be doubtful. This is the Colts. This team is checked out. They're awful defensively. Watson, four touchdowns on the season. Two of them have come in his last three games. There's really only a couple options there for Flacco, who has been throwing the ball well lately. He's a top 10 quarterback over the last five weeks. So I, I like him if you're playing in a Saturday contest. Ben, you're going back. You're going back for more punishment, I see. I I am, and I really hate it. I really hate this player right now because I really just needed a decent game from him last week to have a pretty nice day in, in my tournament lineups. Uh, Cash did very nice as well. But uh, it's Jimmy Graham, and you know I, I bought him last week because he didn't do anything, so recency bias, he's going to be low-owned. Well, that's the same exact thing here. One catch for negative one yards over the last two weeks. I mean, it's disgusting, and and I really don't even like it. But again, as we've talked on numerous times, sometimes that's how you're going to feel about some of your tournament plays because you don't want to give in a recency bias. Like I just said, I love Russell Wilson in this spot. Um, And, you know, if you zoom out, which is what we need to do, Graham is still tight end sixth overall in at least DraftKings scoring. He's still seen the seventh most targets at the tight end position, and he still has that touchdown upside in a game where I see Russell Wilson throwing at least three touchdowns. He's still tied for the third most touchdowns in the entire league. So give me some more punishment. The thing about buying low and selling high is that that phrase is thrown around all the time. Everyone understands it. But when you actually have to go to buy low, it's it's low for a reason because no one wants to do it, just like Jimmy Graham here. So I, I'm with Ben that I think the ownership will be down and the price is it's it's all right. It's, it's okay. all right. Like it, it's not too. It's I okay. Like it. All right, let's move into our favorite stacks of the week. Stack attack. All right, roll out the caviar because I know that Chris Meany's stack is going to cost $50,000. That's right. And I'll show you guys later that, that it's affordable. I mean, I'm looking at all the high totals. Again, in the DFS pass, the Vegas report, you'll you'll see the write-up. I'm looking at Atlanta and New Orleans, all the other totals. Like I've already mentioned the struggles 
it, with Brady in New England, that's a high total. The Rams are nice. They're on the road. I understand that. The Eagles it could rain. They could rest some guys in the second half. I, I feel like the Saints here, it, it's it's an expensive stack, but with Breeze and with Thomas and with Kamara, it's safe. I mean, Ben already talked about Thomas and some of the numbers there with him. He's been very consistent, and now the touchdowns are coming. Kamara has been unbelievable all season long, and Breeze has dropped down to $6,500 on DraftKings. I like Blake Bortles. I think all three of us love Blake Bortles, but Blake Bortles is the same price as Drew Breeze. So I, I'm taking the high total here, and I'm taking the high team implied total with the Saints, the second highest. So give me all the Saints, and I'll find some value elsewhere. All right, Ben, who you got? Hinted at it already. Dallas at home, they uh, you know have to win to keep their playoff hopes alive. Zeke Elliott comes back. So I see them having success. And on the other side of the ball, that's going to force Russell Wilson to continue to have to throw. It's going to be a favorable game script of lots of passes like we've seen all year for Russell Wilson. And in a lot of weeks, most of weeks, we've seen that high upside. I think we see it again here in a favorable matchup. I like this stack of Russell Wilson and Doug Baldwin coming back, you know, haven't done much for a couple of weeks. All of a sudden they're kind of low owned and they hit in a big way this week. I got to stay in the nuclear hot fire right now. That is the Jacksonville Jaguars offense, specifically Blake Bortles, who the last three weeks is averaging over 300 yards a game and two touchdowns a game. So I'm going to take that stack despite Chris Meany <laughs> disparaging him and his cost. I'm going to spend up for Blake Bortles <laughs> and and D.D. Westbrook. I'd like to pivot Ooh, there uh, we go. Away, from, away from Cole. So I really like the stack of Blake Bortles and D.D. taking on the San Francisco 49ers. Let's move it into the Battle Royale. DFS Battle Royale. Once again, my lineup is pristine. It is clean it is downright obscene so i'm gonna go last and we're gonna make chris meany go first let's hear it all right i bet you have somewhat dirty in there i'm not gonna lie with that uh true breeze <laughs> of course alva camara zeke is my other running back kendall writes as i talked about wide receiver thirty eight hundred dollars right. michael thomas Tyrell Williams, Cameron Brait at the tight end position. And then this is the kicker here. It was actually Penny. And then you talked up Penny. So I'll pivot off of him. He's I've written him up in the DFS <laughs> pass. There's another guy I like here. How about Wayne Goldman? Wayne oh, $3,900. What? 16 targets, 13 catches, 80 receiving yards in the last two weeks. He also has 20 carries and 98 yards on the ground in those two games as well. The Cardinals have allowed the 10th most catches to running backs. Gallman is getting some play. The Giants are done. Let's see what they have out of the back from Clemson, who's actually better than any other running back that they have on this team. Gimme Wayne Gallman, $3,900. He's a sneaky play on DK that I like. Saving the hot takes for the end. Ooh. I hope you stuck around through this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. All right, Ben, let's hear your lineup of all Seahawks. I think I, think I need a second to compose myself. And he kind of has me excited with it, too, the way he was talking. <laughs> I can't believe it. Um, Drew Stanton, I'm, I'm going to put to my money where my mouth is. Uh, Alvin Kamara, Dion Lewis, just love the price, love the volume. Keelan Cole, we don't. I don't have to worry about ownership percentage when I'm going up against two friends. So give me Keelan Cole at his price. Larry Fitz, 
like the matchup against the Giants. Ho- I'm hoping that Drew Stanton will come through for me. And if he does, it's going to go to the alpha in that offense. Michael Thomas got to have him. Antonio Gates to save money. Robert Woods in my flex, who I really like in a good offense, and the Patriots defense. You do need to worry about ownership percentage, Mr. Cummins, because Keelan Cole is now 66% owned <laughs> yeah. in the in this contest okay. because he, he is my flex. 4700 bucks. That guy is on fire. I prefer Didi, but I had to save a little bit of money. Here is my lineup, fellas. Drew Stanton as well. Stanton. Highly, I love yeah. it. <laughs> Look, 4500 bucks, man, against the Giants at home. Yep. I will, I will absolutely take that. I'm going with the resurging Kareem Hunt, eighty four hundred bucks. Joe Mixon, I'm with Ben that I think the volume returns right away to Joe Mixon in a plus matchup. Des Bryant will be very happy to see his buddy Ezekiel Elliott back on the field because Des Bryant is over five PPR points a game better when Zeke is on the field in the last two years. Keenan Allen. Was carted off, but he's not on the injury report as of now. That means he is in my lineup in a in a plus matchup against the Jets. Marvin Jones Ooh, Jr. I'm surprised this name Ooh, did not yeah. come up. Yep. Yeah, love it. Because Marvin Jones is balling out. Marvin Jones is a wide receiver one, people. I don't know if yes. he's in the pass. Yes, he's in the pass. And the revenge game, as we touched on earlier. Oh, and years. the revenge yes. game. You know I love some revenge. Absolutely. I'm actually... And I'm stacking me some Lions, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going with Double E, Eric Ebron. He's getting the targets the last two weeks. And unlike usual, he's getting the targets. And he's not dropping them. So I'm going to go with – yeah, he is. I'm going to go with Eric Ebron, the aforementioned Keelan Cole, and then the Chicago Bears. I like them with a high chance to have a defensive touchdown. So there it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen, the Fantasy Footballers DFS podcast. I hope you have enjoyed the program. I hope you have enjoyed the season. I hope you are plus in that cash department. Also, check out the DFS Pass, DFSPass.com, for all your premium content needs. Like I said, 10 bucks for the rest of the season. We will see you next week, and barring any more technical difficulties, of course. Until then, good luck. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to another edition of the Fantasy Footballers DFS Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at www.thefantasyfootballers.com.